0: I just wanted to start tonight uh, with reading you a scripture from Matthew chapter 16, and it says, uh, Matthew chapter 16, verse 13, I know they don't have it on the screen, I apologize, but it says, when Jesus came to the region of Caesarea, he asked his disciples, who do people say the Son of Man is? They replied, some say John the Baptist, others say Elijah, and still others Jeremiah or one of the prophets. But what about you? He asked. Who do you say that I am? Simon Peter answered, You are the Messiah, the Son of the living God. Jesus replied, Blessed are you, Simon, um, son of Jonah, for this was not revealed to you by flesh and blood, but by my Father in heaven. And this is the part that I wanted to focus on. And I tell you, And I tell you that you are Peter and on this rock, I will build my church and the gates of Hades will not overcome it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Then he ordered his disciples not to tell anyone that he was the Messiah. And I just wanted to read that scripture because it very clearly states um, the father's heart for the church. And he says, I have given you the keys of the kingdom. And tonight we want to focus on the church because that's where God's heart is. That's where his eyes are. He's focused on the church, and that's where he has inclined his ear is to the church. That means you. His heart is for you. And the church is his gift to you. And so tonight uh, I'm going to have a couple of our leaders come up and share with you um, about the blessing of the church. And what our part is at the church and how the church has blessed their life. Um, I grew up in the church. My parents were pastors. As a child, as a little girl, I knew nothing but the church. And I loved the church. Anytime that I couldn't go, I remember sitting by the door crying because I couldn't go to church. I loved being at the church. And it's something that I've always had a heart for. And so tonight I just want to encourage you to receive as we have our leaders come up and share with you. And we're going to start off with Pastor Chito.
1: I and mean, let's give it up for Pastor Tina right quick, though. Amen. We want to, once again, welcome everybody to our Christmas service. Uh, thank you for being here. And if you are here for the first time as well, we want to welcome you. If you don't have a home church, uh, or if you're looking for a church, man, the doors are open, especially on Sundays between 10 and about 1130, all right? But, yeah, but if you do have a home church and you're here visiting us, please be faithful to your church. But without further ado... Um, The local church is very, very, uh, how how can I say, it's very important to me. Uh, And I'm not just saying that because I'm a pastor, but local church has really impacted my life. Just like Pastor Tina, I grew up in church, born and raised. My mom was, legend has it, that my mom was pregnant, and I was trying to come out, but she's like, I'm about to finish service right quick, though. (laughs) Jesus is not done yet. But but thank God I got to go to the hospital, and it was a normal birth. And here I am. It turned out okay, right? But being a part of the local church, being part of the body, especially being a part of Elevate Life Church has done a lot of things for me. But I want to give you guys quickly three things that has happened in my life that I believe can happen to you or has happened to you or is happening to you. Number one, being part of a community, being part of the whole local church, it challenges you, it challenges you to become more like Jesus. All right, Hebrews 10, 24 through 25 says this, And let us consider how we may spur one another um on toward love and good deeds not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing but encouraging one another and all the more as you see day the day uh, approaching nothing makes you more like jesus in the daily grind of interaction with others okay many people have told me man cheetah when you get married you don't understand what it is to be jesus and i'm like what are you talking about You're going going to have some days you're going to be frustrated, some days you're going to want to forgive her, some days you're not going to want to I mean, and you're going to be more like Jesus. But I I agree, but at the same time, I also think being around community makes you more like Jesus. When you're encouraging people, when you feel there's a need that's going on, and you're around the the body of Christ, it makes you feel more like Jesus. We often, um, God's word reminds us that we are to put relationships in order to encourage one another in our pursuit of God and in his kingdom. It is within this context of community that we are given the opportunity to be refined as followers of Christ. How many of you, and you don't got to do it because I'm in front of you, have been encouraged by the church? I know I have. I've been very encouraged. Number two, quickly. Community reveals your gifts and your talents. Okay? Ecclesiastes chapter 4, verses 9 through 12. Two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor. If either of them falls down, one can help the other up, but pity anyone who falls and has no one to help them up. Also, if two lie down together, they will keep warm, but how can one keep warm alone? Though one may be overpowered, two can defend themselves. A cord of three stands is not easily broken. Being in community, being a part of the local church has made me realize that I have a gift. Growing up, I thought my only gift was to play baseball and to make people laugh. But being part of the local church has helped me and has encouraged me and has gave me the opportunity to use my gift, which is speaking. I never knew that I was going to be a preacher. I never thought I would be up here speaking. But being part of the local church is where God called me into the ministry. It's where people have told me, man, God's going to use you to do great things. I'm like, yeah, right. And it was. Growing up in church, I mean, I was the opposite of Pastor Tina. I didn't want to go to church. My mom made me go to church, and I thank God she made me go to church. So if you are a teenager and your mom is forcing you to go to church, you're going to thank her later. You're going to thank your father later, amen, because it was worth it. All the prayers, I mean, we used to go to church every single day, every day. Mom, I want to watch turtles. No, 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 you cannot do that. You're coming to church. I'm like, man, that's not right. But I thank God for that, amen. Two are better than one. We're, we're each given a specific role in the body of Christ. Pastor's been talking about that. And it is within these relationships that our roles can be used to glorify God to the fullest. Okay? My gift to speak, I glorify God to the fullest. Diego, who's not here today, but man, gifted guitarist. He's using it for God's glory. The choir who just sang. All of you guys, your gift, you're using it for God's glory. Whatever it is that you're given... That God's given you, you realize it, what it is when you're in the local church. Whether it's to serve, whether it's to preach, whether it's to sing, whether it's to do the sound, whatever the case may be, this is where, you're, where you need to be. Number three, and lastly, community opens your eyes to the needs of others, okay? And this is what, what's so amazing about the local church. Like we just had an outreach a couple, maybe last week, right? our Christmas outreach, our annual Christmas outreach, and that, man, I love all the outreaches that we do, but this has far has been one of, my, one of my favorite outreaches. That's almost every time we have the outreach, and I'm on the mic, and I pause for a while, because, man, I want to start crying of all the stuff that's going on that you guys are doing. See, if it wasn't for the local church, we wouldn't be able to do stuff like that. When you're plugged in, you're not worried about just you and your familia. hey. Family first, fool. And that's great. It is. And if you have that tattooed on your back, that's great. But it's also about others. And when you're part of the local church, you are encouraged to love other people and to put yourself sometimes second or even third. So these outreaches we have, the basketball outreaches, all that stuff that we do, we put others first. And it is in the local church where you get the opportunity to do that. So I am impacted, man, for the opportunity. To serve you guys as one of the pastors here at elevate life church if it weren't for you guys we'll still be up here preaching the empty chairs though but thank god that you guys are here and thank god that you're part of something that's bigger than you let me read you guys a quote by somebody named cheeto it's one of my tweets i put this be planted in something that is bigger than you i put that is why i'm part of the local church if you want to grow And you have to be planted. You have to be planted in something that's bigger than you, and that's the local church. Much love, love, y'all. Merry Christmas, and God bless.
0: Amen. (laughs) He's so funny. Um, Next, I would like to invite Jesse and Jessica Delgado to come up and share. And Jessica has been a part of this local church from conception (laughs) and has been a huge blessing to this body and then her beloved joined us not not too much longer later and um they
2: are a huge blessing to this church and so we want to give them an opportunity to share with you tonight amen well welcome and god bless you guys um i actually met my husband through community so (laughs) keep that in mind all you singles um so as, as Cheeto, Pastor Cheetah was, was talking, he read the verse that was so strong in my spirit, which was uh, Ecclesiastics 4, 9 through 12. And it says, two are better than one because they have a good reward. And so like Pastor Cheetah was saying, I also myself grew up in church. And we were forced to go to church. And my mindset was to go to church just because it was what we had to do. And it wasn't until time went on and as I got older, I realized the true importance of what it is to be plugged in and to be part of a community um, within a church. And there's a, a lot of people that are afraid of community because it requires you to be vulnerable. It requires you to be accountable. It requires you to put yourself in a position to give somebody else to speak. When we spend so much of our time kind of just worrying about ourselves and There's a scripture that that I want to share with you, and it's in Philippians uh, 2, 4, 7. It says, don't look out only for your own interests, but take an interest in others, too. You must have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had. Though he was God, he did not think of equality with God as something to cling to. Instead, he gave up his divine privileges. He took the humble position of a slave and was born as he was as a human being when he appeared in the human form the part that stands out to me is don't look only for your own interests but take an interest in others too and that goes both ways take an interest in somebody that's sitting next to you because you never know what it is that they're going through and you also don't even know that they're carrying something that might help enhance your life and that's what happened when i got plugged into elevate church is sure, I was going to church and I was doing everything, but it wasn't until I was deeply rooted and I got planted that I began to blossom because there was people around me that began to pour into me, that began to water things into me, that I am who I am because of Christ, but the community had so much to do with it. And also that same part where it says, don't take interest just yourself. Don't think that there's somebody out there that isn't taking interest in you. Many times we don't want to approach somebody and we don't want to be part of a community because we don't want to bother them. We don't want to burden them. We think that they're, they're, they're too busy for us, but I guarantee you if you step out and you say, hey, you want to go out for some coffee or hey, I need somebody, that they're willing and want to hang out with you and they want to talk with you and they want to be a part of your life, but it takes you stepping out, opening your heart, opening your mind, and just getting super plugged into the local church, getting plugged into community, getting plugged into friendships, because that's what it is—a church becomes your family, and that's one thing that I am so grateful for. Elevate Live Church is that every single one of you has become a family, and we're extremely grateful. We talk about it so much. How if it wasn't for the church, our, our lives really—they—they they would really be pointless. It, it would be pointless without Christ, without our fellow brothers and sisters. And um, let me give it over to Jess. But that's—that's that's my word for you guys.
3: Hey Amen. I found a good one, huh? Come on. Praise God. How's everybody doing tonight? Chilling? Literally? It's a little cold. No, but, okay. Serious now. But, um, you know, when I think of the church, I think of community. That's the kind of the word that I associate with it now. But it wasn't always like that. You know, there was a time when I thought the church just meant a building. And actually, that time was, you know, for probably several years. I've been walking with the Lord now for over 10 years, and probably more than half of that, that time, I associated the word church with a building. And uh, now I associate it with community. So you'll, you'll hear, as, even as we're talking, you'll hear people interchange those two words, because really what the church is, is it's really a community. And it's really based upon relationships, relationships covenant relationships relationships that are built on trust relationships that are built on even hard times right just like uh, you know in a marriage or with your kids you know we all go through tough times and difficult times but we don't stop loving that person we don't stop learning from that person we don't stop hearing from that person and that's really the essence that I've learned of what community is 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 exposing yourself to a community you know and when I look back at it I kind of look at look back at it and I say, like, why didn't I get into community earlier? Why did it, like, why did it take so long? And I could see several different areas uh in my own life. And I could see as I as I now see other people as well who maybe struggle with community, I could see other areas too that that are common that that prevent people from coming into into community. Some of those are are fear, some of those are trust. You know, there's there's several different reasons that can prevent you from coming into community. But the reality of it is, is, is that God created us to be in community. There's just no other way around it. Just like a plant was created to be inside the dirt. We as his believers were created to be in covenant relationships with one another. You know, just like maybe some of you who, who have kids, right? Like maybe you have two kids or more kids. As a parent's heart, you know, I have my, my beautiful mother here as well. Praise God for her being here. But, you know, I, I have, uh, yeah, praise God. You know, I have an older brother and a younger sister. And I know that, that it's her heart's desire as a parent for us to get along. Even when we're going through hard times or even when somebody does something wrong to one another, her heart as a parent is like, man, I want my kids to get to get along. I want them to, no matter what they're going through, to, to show love to each other. And that's the same exact heart that the father has towards us, you know, so I just want to encourage everybody on, on the same, some of the same things that, that Cheeto spoke about um, as far as the benefits on, on what it does or what community opens up. Some of them that I just kind of wanted to, to share was, you know, God uses community to get things to us. That's God's way of saying, I'm going to get something to you, whether it's wisdom, relationship, and like Cheeto said, you know, encouragement, showing showing your gift there were people that in in his community that were like man you got a gift brother that God used to prophesy over his life you're going to preach you're going to do this and if we're not amongst community then we're not going to be able to receive those kind of things from the Lord God uses community to be able to water us to be able to encourage us and grow us and one of the scriptures that I have for that is Proverbs 27 17 and it says iron as iron sharpens iron so one person sharpens another you know, I kind of thought about that. Iron sharpens iron. Believers sharpen believers, right? You don't sharpen iron with wood; you could actually make it dull. You sharpen iron with iron, and it's not always pleasant. It's not always fun. It's not always the, what we thought it would all, you know, what it would be. But it's how you get sharpened. It's how you get built up. It's how you know your destiny. It's how you receive from the Lord. It's how God shows you things heals things in your life and in, in in your walk another another thing that it does as well is it helps us become more like jesus like like cheeto had mentioned in romans eight thirty two. it says he who did not spare his own son but gave him up for us all how will he not also along with him graciously give us all things he's speaking to a community he's speaking in the the, the greatest gift we celebrate we celebrate the birth of jesus the greatest gift than mankind has ever known, and he was given to, for us, us. It's in the context of community that the greatest sacrifice that this earth has ever seen was given in the context of community. And the last is is it shows you your purpose and gives definition to it. You know, previous to coming into community, there were certain things that I had an idea of what I like to do or what I wanted to do or maybe even some things that God spoke to me that I would do. But it wasn't until I came into community that God started to, to give me definition in those areas and started to show me, no, this is what you're called to do. No, this season is this season right now. Oh, this is that. And he started to, to shape and mold the definition of my destiny and of my purpose. And, and like Jessica had mentioned, if it wasn't for community, I wouldn't have met this beautiful, awesome lady. So once again, community gives us that definition in the scripture I have for that is in Matthew 6, 33, and it says, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. We seek first him and his family, community, the church, where God is calling you. If God is calling you to elevate life church, then I encourage you, I exhort you. I I, I mean, with everything that is behind me, get involved. Make relationships. Get to know people. Get plugged in, like Jessica was saying. Because it's through that that God gives us all of the things that we're looking for and that we're called to be. So thank you, guys.
0: So awesome. Um, Jessica and Jesse are both perfect examples of what life looks like, Um, just living aimlessly. And both of them also are examples of of, um, two Christians who – loved the Lord, their heart was for God, were a part of a church, but were not wholly committed to the community of the church. And once they made that decision to allow themselves to be vulnerable and become part of the community, how it changed their lives, where their walk with Christ became alive, and the talents and the gifts like they shared so, I mean, looking at Jessica's life uh, when I first met her and just seeing all that God had placed on the inside of her, and then s- looking at her and seeing she doesn't know what's there. Being clear, it's, it was clear to me to look at her and say, This girl does not know who she is. And that was sad, it was heartbreaking, but it just stirred me as one to say, Hey, there's something in your life. God has so much more for you. But she couldn't experience that and and have that be released from her until she was open and and allowed herself to become part of the church. And I'm saying that to say, um, a lot of us are here, but we're not part. A lot of us come, but we're not in the community. We stand on the outside, and like they said, for so many reasons – um, and I don't know what your reason is, but it's until you become part of the community that your life will begin to change and you can understand who you really are. Jesse, the same. He's had so many opportunities in his life and God's taken him down so many roads and brought him in front of many people to witness to and his heart has been for the Lord, but it wasn't until, and he's been a part of other churches. And I believe that God did a lot of things in his life at those other churches that he was part of, but he, he says it himself that he really did not understand and and accept community until he came here. And I'm not saying that's because we're the only church that has it, but that's where God led him to. This is the community that God wanted him to come to. And at this time, when he was ready to allow himself to be a part of a community, the gifts and the things that God has opened up. And the, and the Jesse that he thought he was is not who he is. The Jesse that God created and is bringing out now is so much far better than what, like how he said, Why did I not buy into community much earlier? Why? And that is such wisdom. Be a part of the church. Love the church the way God loves the church. Um, Next, I'm going to ask Chris to come up and share. And I also want to let you know that after Chris shares, I'd like to open it up to any one of you that would like to come and share um, from your heart things that God has done in your life because of your commitment to the church and being a part of the church and being connected to the church. How has the church blessed you? And so I want to give you that opportunity to really think about and be ready to share if you would like to do that, okay? Let's give it up for Chris.
4: Well, good uh, Christmas Eve, Eve. All right, happy to be here with everybody. Uh, My wife is in Mexico. It's the first time she's ever been out of the country. Um it was a big leap of faith for her this year uh going out there. Um and she's exciting. She's having a great time. Uh my sister's out there with her. Um so uh I'm excited to be here sharing. I know she's doing the Lord's work out there too. Um so I want to open up by just sharing a little bit about myself. I grew up in church, like much like uh Cheeto and J. Ro, or Jay Dale. My bad. My bad, bro. I got you. Um much like they did. And along the way, I made mistakes. I chose to step away from God for a period of time. Um, But one thing that always remained in my life was the church. One thing that was always there for me was the church. I probably grew up with the same value system as a lot of my unsaved friends did. The biggest difference was when, uh, when I asked my parents about it, they had a book to show me where it was at. But a lot of the same things, right, that my non-Christian friends had, they had. They had this value system of, okay, be a good person, good things will happen. There's a lot of that similarities, right? But one thing that they didn't have was they didn't have an experience with God. And that's something that you can only get in the community here with us, here in church. There's something that um, I've been a part of a lot of churches, and there's something really special about our church. There's something that I have the privilege, we have the privilege that one day my future kids will have the privilege of having, don't try to rush me, all right, <laughs> for, for now my little puppy will have the privilege of having, but your family and my family have the privilege of being a part of this church and what sets it apart so much is what we do. We've been talking about community, but I want to talk specifically about this community because growing up, I had an idea of what it meant to be a Christian, I had an idea of what it meant to follow what Jesus said. I had an idea that we should give. I had an idea that we should go out. I had an idea of this and that and all the things that the word teaches us. But I didn't know what it was. See, here we have an experience. We have an opportunity to, to experience what it actually is. And I'm not knocking any other churches. Like I said, I've been a part of a lot of great places. But I know that here, your kids will be raised knowing what it is to give. They've seen it. They've experienced it. They've been taught themselves. They've been uh, offered the opportunity to do it themselves. They'll know what it is to go into the community and share the gospel, not just talk about it inside closed doors, but to go out and give to other people. Our families have that opportunity here. All these things that we talk about, we live, we walk it out. My my wife and I came here about four years ago, and during that time, uh, before we came, um, I was leading another ministry, and one thing that I kept teaching, one thing that was on my heart that I kept preaching was this whole concept that we have here, love God, lift others. And I had been teaching and been teaching it, but I haven't been doing it. And the thing that drew us here was that we do it. You can go anywhere, any other churches, and learn what it is about. But here, you can learn what it is to do it, to experience it. And that's what I wanted to share share today, is that if you have your family here, your one-day family here, yourself, your brothers, your sisters, whoever it is that's not connected somewhere, why not here? Why not somewhere that you know they're going to get more than just knowledge of God, which is great? but it has to be tied with the experience of it. It doesn't do anything if we leave the book on the shelf. We have to go out and live it. We have to go out there and walk it out, and that's what we get the opportunity to be a part of here.
0: (laughs) And he's teaching our children. That's awesome. His heart for the church and his heart for knowing Jesus and sharing Jesus is what captured my husband, you know, got him to notice Chris in this first couple of times meeting with him. And, um, and God's brought him here, and we have the, the pleasure of having him as our children's leader with his wife, Aubrey. And we know that God's going to continue to do a lot of great things in you guys. And this is just the beginning, and I'm, I'm excited. I'm blessed that he's teaching my kids. Amen. So I'd like to open it up to anyone Who would like to come and share? Woo! She stood
5: up really quick. I'm Kathy. Um, Speaking on community, God has led us or led me into several different areas of several different churches and involved in different ministries. And through those ministries, I have developed some close, 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 close friends that, I mean, we don't see each other all the time. We don't talk that often, but they're there when I need them. I have somebody that I can turn to when I'm going through something. Just I need some prayer right now. And God brings relationships in that will be lifelong relationships you can be cross country and still have those close relationships come back and it's like you never left. And without a community you falter. You're there by yourself, you it just doesn't work. But I thank God for the community that he's brought us to and the people that he's brought us into our lives. Thank you.
0: Thank you for that. I appreciate her boldness. Come on, Amanda! Ooh, all the women!
6: Hello, everyone. I'm Amanda. This is Olivia. Um, you know, I've got a really hard past, or like Pastor Tina. Um, I've suffered a lot of abuse. This is—I'm on my third marriage, so I'm not perfect. Um, but you know, God really uses the church, and especially this church to heal a lot of those areas. Um, Someone that I used to spend a lot of time with in the Bay Area just died this week, and she was in her 40s. You know, the Bible says that the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy, and I can tell you um, a lot of the people that I used to spend time with that don't follow the Lord, that's what's happening in their lives. And I know that could have happened to me. That could have been me. And She wants to play with the microphone. She has a lot to say. Um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she is a girl. <laughs> um, you know, God really uses the church to to strengthen us, to heal us, but also to protect us. You know, God God has protected this marriage by the community that I have. There's been many times that I've called Pastor Tina and Pastor Sergio and just said, "I don't I don't know how I can do this today," and they pray with us, and they you know offer us tools. They uh have marriage conferences they have classes i don't want to raise my children the way i was raised i don't want them to feel the way i felt and it's only through the tools that i've been given going to this church that i know that my family legacy is changing Amen. and my children are going to be blessed and my marriage is going to last yes. and there's going to be love and not all the things that i experienced growing up so i just really encourage you no matter where you are in your life if you're in a hard spot stick around and use the tools that God puts here in this church to help restore your life. Amen. Amen. Amen.
0: So good. Next. Come on, Bianca. I'm Bianca.
7: I'll make it short and sweet because I know everybody is ready to eat. Um, (laughs) As many of you know, I'm not from Sacramento. I'm from a small church, Abundant Living. I don't know if anybody's heard of it. (laughs) But um, when we came here, we were blown away by the spirit of this church. Um, Nathan and I both come from families who aren't saved, and explaining to them why we go to church so much gets sometimes a little tiring, but it's what we do, and it's what we've shown our kids to do. Um, There's been so many people that have poured into our lives and poured in, most importantly, into our children's lives. They don't have a, a, a family here. Um, it's, and we have people like Chris and Aubrey and who pour into their lives and they really do care. And I, um, this past summer when we dedicated Lily, we kind of were at a loss and who would step up. And we asked um, Cheetah and Norma, and without a hesitation, they didn't say no. And it was really great that we know that they have. we have someone to pour into her life and help us raise our children the way we, by the Lord's instruction, not the way we were raised, that they will know what it means to elevate um, other people, especially we do it in a community that's so overlooked. Um, We live in Elk Grove, and there's churches on every corner, but you never see them going out and lifting the community and lifting others. And I can say I've made some really good friends here, like Amanda, who's also not from here. So, and the verse that comes to mind is, um, God puts the lonely in families. And uh, one thing that I know I struggle with is reaching out. To other people, so if you struggle with that too, I encourage you to reach out if you're lonely, because you never know who needs someone to reach out to as well. Um, you can be sitting with someone, and it could be going through something you never know. And it's just you need. I think need, uh, to reach out to other people is the most important thing because they they might be afraid to reach out themselves.
6: Yeah.
0: That was really good. Next, I'm gonna make some eye contact with some men. Come on, men, step it up.
8: Okay, where do I begin? Um, let's see here. Uh, let me just—I'm gonna share a couple of stories because um, what have I what I have experienced um, in this season of my life, I I, I know that it's because. I am in a healthy church, um, a, a healthy church. And some of you guys went to bad churches, but, so you'll know the difference. But this is a healthy church, healthy people. Um, you know, um, Going through the, um, going through the uh, uh, fast food place, you know, the Holy Spirit says, tell this person not to quit college. I said, okay. So I go by there. I said, uh, um, he hands me my food. And I go, hey, um, are you going to college? He goes, "Uh, yeah, I just started. I said, you know what? I have something in my heart God told me. He goes, well, what is it? It's amazing. When you tell people that God told you, they want to know. You know, what did God tell you about me? He says, you know what? um, God says don't quit college no matter how hard it gets because you're going to be a blessing into some person's life. He's like, man, thank you very much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And then I could go on and on and on and on with different stories. You know, um, God put up uh, two names in my heart and um, one of them was, uh, um, uh, the mom was Alicia and uh, there was um, Mason and Madison. And um, I found, there was like a treasure hunt. It was a big treasure hunt. I was like, God, who are these people? So finally, you know, they got put in my path and um, what happened was that someone had died in their family and God wanted me to let them know that Jesus loves him, God cares about him very much. And, but I, I'll tell you what, in this season in my, in my life, it's, it's because I plugged myself into a local church and with, I have brothers in my life and men, men of God in my life that I can count on. And before I couldn't say that, and I was a part of a church for 16 years and I couldn't say that, you know, I couldn't, I don't know if it was me because I had trust issues, you know what I'm saying? But you know what, I became vulnerable, and you know, and I was like, man, if this bro hurts me, I'll uh, just call Eddie. Just kidding, <laughs> just kidding. He God changed that man, so um, <laughs> thank God. <laughs> so, you know, and and so what I'm trying to say is, man, when when God poured out His Holy Spirit, um, it was a it was on a group of Uh, believers of people but that's that that group of people were called the church and you cannot activate your gifts and the things that that are inside of you if you're not plugged into a power source you guys and the local church becomes the avenue you know, because I look at these preachers, and I'm like, man, this preacher, that preacher, how does he get the opportunity to preach over here and over there and over there? Why? Because he's plugged into a local church, and that person is connected to this person. That person's connected to this person. So then now you're working on your gifts and your calling in your life, and God will take you places. You know, it was prophesied over me by Vince, Pastor Vince, years ago. He says, God is going to take you to nations, and I was like, okay, maybe just different nationalities of people. You know what I'm saying? I could preach to black folk. I could preach to, to brown folk and, you know, this and okay. You know, I was like, okay, God, you take me to different na- nationalities. But, you know, I was standing in the stage in front of 3,000 people, and God reminded me of that. You know, I'm taking you to nations. And I broke and I cried, you know. But your, your dreams come true when you're plugged into the local church. Your gifts and your calling become activated in your life, and you find out who you are because, like Jesse was saying, iron sharpens iron, and people begin to point you in the right way. Your brothers and sisters that you develop relationships with in your life become just like a tree that's being um, grown up. Sometimes you need those stakes next to you so you can grow up straight. Your brothers and sisters that you develop relationships with are sometimes those stakes so you could grow up straight in your life. God bless you. I love you. Amen.
0: One more and then we'll eat. One more man. Woo! Oh, we got two. All right, come on, both of you. You go first. Okay,
9: cool. What's up, y'all? All right. Uh, we A little bit about myself. I grew up in church my whole life. I've only been to my previous church and this church, right? Uh, went to Bible college. I knew what God wanted to do in my life, but um, I didn't get plugged into the community. Even though I was part of a church for a long time, I didn't get, like, I wasn't there. I just knew that church was church and it's something that I did. And then, you know, these little slogans that we like to do as church people. I did that, you know, rock the bumper sticker behind the car. That was me. You know what I mean? But when I got here, when I got to Elevate, Robbie was my youth pastor back in the day. And he was the first person I told I wanted to preach. And uh, he he gets emotional sometimes, this guy. <laughs> he started crying when I told him. And he knew, and he, and he seen something in me that I didn't see in myself. And when he invited me to Elevate, it was different for for me it was like oh this is something new i knew pastor vince and uh i met pastor sergio a few times when he used to come with his uh with his team back in the day and uh when i got to elevate life i was like man something was different i just didn't know what it was and it was like i was fighting the old me to get in here like i didn't want to give that up because it was like every it was like something that i knew and i wanted to hold on to that you know what i mean But God was like, "Look, it's a new season. Just go. Just get in. Just do what you need to do here." But I was a stubborn dude. I I still kind of am. But uh, the Lord's working in me. (laughs) But uh, I just want to say, you can't, you can't peek your head over the fence when you're you're part of a body because you're never going to experience what everybody else experiences, and you're gonna go on year after year saying, "Man." so-and-so is getting blessed and so-and-so is getting promoted at their jobs and so-and-so is doing this and you're still picking your head over the fence and you're never going to experience it until you throw your body in there and just be like, yo, God, I may get hurt. I may hear some stuff that I don't want to hear, but it's for the good and and watching to see God transform your life tremendously. There's tons of blessings that, that he's done for me, uh, me and my wife and I'm just like, wow. And then even my son, even my son, he's like, dude, wanna, he's going to church Sunday, and this, isn't this, this. And I'm like, dude, he understands what it is to be part of a community. You know what I mean? And so I'm glad, you know, I'm just dope to see, you know, the men that I could count on and talk to and this and this and that. I don't want to go too much time, but, uh, yo, just get involved. That's all I want to say. Get involved and watch your life transform because that's when God's going to really take you from where you're at to where you're going. Because if you don't step out, if you don't take that first step, you're always gonna be stuck and you're gonna always see the same people. Are you gonna see different people always progressing, progressing, and you're still gonna be you stuck in the same spot. (laughs) Yo, so get involved in the community since we're in this community Yeah, Merry Christmas.
0: (laughs) Yo. And then we'll close.
10: Now, uh, before I started coming to this church, I was going to another church, and it was kind of hard for me to leave, but it was in my spirit, you know, in my heart that I wanted to be part of a, a church that is reaching out to the community. And, you know, and I prayed about it and looked around, and we found this church. We were invited by name Bianca, and we, like, I'm from South Sac, so I wanted to be part of, you know, I was going around feeding the homeless, me and my wife on our own, you know, like just you know, we don't know what to do, let's just go do something, you know. So like everything Thanksgiving, given you got, we got leftovers, so we'll go out and do that. So we got plugged into this church, we were like, "Wow, the vision of this church is just like my vision. This is what, what we want to do." So we 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 got plugged in. And you know, and you know in your heart where you're supposed to be if you, you know, just just ask the Lord, he'll, he'll guide you. But um just get plugged in. And I just want to leave y'all with one scripture before before we go eat. It's uh, a <laughs> So uh, this is uh, in, in Jeremiah. Since we were talking about being planted, I just want, this, this, this scripture came to my heart, and I wanted to share it with y'all. It said, Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord and whose hope is in the Lord, for he shall be like a tree planted by the waters, which spreads out its roots by the river and will not fear when he comes, but its leaf will be green and will not be anxious in the year of drought, nor will cease from yielding fruit. So get planted, and grow. Good
0: job. Thank you. Everybody stand with me, please. I hope you enjoyed that. I received a lot from hearing everyone. Thank you so much for stepping up, women and men, and sharing with us tonight. And, I mean, I I know a lot of us shared about um, what being a part of this church, how being a part of this church has affected their lives, and... Um, obviously we're talking about this church because we're a part of this church, but um, you've, you hear a lot of people that shared tonight say, it was something different when I came here. And really what that has to do with is being where God wants you to be. So if God's called you to be a part of another church, you'll have that feeling once you get there. It's about going where God leads you, where the Holy Spirit is asking you to go and be planted, and that's where you're going to flourish. So if God's called you to be here, be here. Plant yourself. I love that scripture and how Jesse talked about iron sharpens iron. You don't sharpen iron with wood. No, you sharpen iron with iron. And what does it look like? Make, give yourself a visual what it looks like when you're rubbing two pieces of iron together to sharpen iron. You see sparks, right? It doesn't feel good. So the, it's clear in the word. He tells us what it's going to feel like. So we can't be surprised when we're getting sharpened and saying, no, I don't want to be a part of the church. The church hurts me. No, God told you in the word. Iron sharpens iron. Sparks are coming off. You're getting sharpened. So if God's called you to be here at Elevate Life, be a part, plant yourself, be a part of the community. This is home. This is your home, and we love you, and we welcome you. Amen? Let's pray. Lord God, we just thank you, Father. We thank you for your word. We thank you for every testimony, every life that's represented here tonight, God. We ask that you bless every family that is part of Elevate Life, Lord God. I thank you, Father, for increase, Lord God, in every life, Father. I thank you for hearts that are healed tonight, Father. I thank you that souls, Lord God, their hopes and their dreams are restored, Father, as they become part of this community, Lord Jesus. As we continue, Father, to submit ourselves to you, Lord God, and allow you to sharpen our lives, God, I thank you, Father, for all that you're doing in this body, Lord, We thank you for calling us here. God, I thank you that we can come and know, Father, that you are here waiting for us, Lord. Waiting for our presence, Lord, to cry out to you, Father. You're waiting to answer our cries, Lord God. We thank you for all the lives that have been changed through this body, God. We thank you for giving us the opportunity to be a part, Lord. We thank you for the commission and the vision, Lord God, and the mission that is here a part of Elevate Life Church, God. And I thank you, Father, that every person that is called to be here, Father, that they would find their way home, Lord God. Father, we ask that you bless the mission team as they come home. Father, we lift up Veronica and Vanessa to you, Lord. We ask that you heal their bodies, Lord God. We come against fear and anxiety right now, Lord, and I thank you that you're going to restore everything back to them, God. What the devil meant for their harm, Lord, I thank you that you're going to turn it for their good in Jesus' name. And, Lord, we ask that you bless the food, nourish it to our bodies. Amen. Merry Christmas.